just learning about inflation costs over 1,400% more than 1977. Find out what I mean in today's show. Hey guys, hope your day is headed in the right direction. I'm Eric Powers, back with you from Sky Blue Wealth. Today, we're going to peel back the disturbing layers of inflation. So buckle up and please hit the follow or subscribe button so you can catch every episode of the show. Inflation is a confusing topic and it's been in the news a lot lately. Experts have been worried about inflation getting worse ever since the Fed began wearing out industrial printers with all that cash they've been printing. But with the pandemic, the government was expected to help. So, we are where we are. That's why today I'm going to explain a bit about what inflation is and mix in a lot of helpful stats that show how it really affects us in our daily lives. On the ground, facts are sometimes more helpful than broad economic stats that are so enormous that they boggle the mind and cloud the facts about the price of eggs. Also, we'll chat about tactics to beat back the scourge of inflation on our personal finances. Then we'll see how we can prepare long-term for how inflation can affect our investments and retirement plans. So what is inflation? It is when the cost of living gradually rises over time, reflecting the overall level of inflation in the economy and decreasing the amount of purchasing power that your money will have. All right, I think we can all agree that no one is a big fan of inflation since it basically plucks dollars from your bank account by making each dollar less valuable and makes you have to work longer and harder to be able to buy things that you have to have, like milk, gasoline, and electricity. FYI, the Bureau of Labor Statistics stated that milk went up about 50 cents over 2020's price and boneless chicken rose by over a dollar per pound. That'll ruffle your feathers and bust a budget. But even an increase like that is not noticeable if you're not tracking your finances like a hawk. Meaning, inflation is yet another good reason to use a budget and to go over your expenses on a regular basis. See, we can't stop grocery shopping, we have to eat. But with this information, we may be able to make different choices in where we shop and what we put in our grocery cart. Same goes for gasoline, which is what really gets people fired up because the big swings can happen so fast and it's something that we buy at least once a week in most parts of the country. We can't control fuel prices, but we can adjust our activities to save on wasted trips which cost more when gas is going through the roof. Carpooling, keeping proper air pressure in the tires, and pre-planning errands for each week can ease the pain of inflation at the pumps. And yes, some people are disciplined enough to take advantage of cash back or points on credit cards to reduce these inflated prices. But it's wise to avoid the temptation if you're not super organized or confident that you'll pay off those balances each month you could end up paying interest on top of $4 a gallon. Moving on to the flip side, wages. No doubt you've heard or read about increased wages keeping pace with our current inflation issues. But that's not quite the case. According to data from the Bureau and Labor Statistics, wages rose from $29.61 an hour in November 2020 to $30.85 an hour in September 2021. That's a 4.18% increase. Many companies had to increase wages just to get people to come back to work after the initial wave of COVID. Now look, a 4.18% wage boost is nice, but workers still took a step backwards because inflation went up by 5.3%. Earn more, but spend even more, is not a good recipe for increasing your savings account or planning a nice retirement party, right? 
On top of that, inflation stats are complex, confusing, and convoluted, meaning that 5.3% is from the government, and many other number gurus don't think the formula tells the entire story. In fact, many say Uncle Sam tells a lot of stories about inflation, and always has. Anyway, what do all of those percentages mean to the average family just trying to eat well, keep the kids in shoes, and save for a rainy day? According to one economist, it means we are spending about $175 more on food each month than we had to last year. And we can't blame it on DoorDash's gaggle of questionable fees. Basic grocery shopping and home supplies are now pretty costly. Check out these price hikes from our dollar store since 2020. Dove Body Wash is up 75 cents. Folgers Coffee is up a buck. A 12-pack of Pepsi is up nearly $3. Pop-Tarts, never mind, uh, please avoid Pop-Tarts at all costs. Again, unless you keep an eye on your budget, you may never know how much your trips to Stop and Shop and Dollar General are actually costing you. But I'll try to keep you in the know with the podcast. Because guess where that extra shopping money comes from? It robs your savings in a sneaky way. If you pay an extra $175 a month on groceries for five years, how much could you have made off of that inflated cost of $10,500 if you had instead been able to invest it? According to my calculations, you'd have a total of more than $13,000. Having that amount added to your nest egg is better than spending it on inflated eggs and cereal, don't you think? So, what can we do about necessities like food so our future doesn't get robbed by inflation? I'm so glad you asked. In addition to monitoring your monthly, even weekly expenses, you can consider alternative ways to lower costs. As I mentioned earlier, the gas problem. You can make adjustments. Minor adjustments would be buying in bulk and price comparison. Jiffy peanut butter is hard to beat, but your family may not be as picky as me and be fine with whatever PB or J sandwiches they get. Major adjustments would be considering the long term and choosing a city with a much lower cost of living. Nope, not even the city of Coupon, Pennsylvania, yes, it's a real city, is immune to inflation. But if the cost of living there is already much lower than any other city, then the savings remains. I found a pretty cool comparison site that lets you compare various cities to see what it costs for necessities. I plugged in Atlanta, Georgia versus Des Moines, Iowa, and here's what I found. Consumer prices in Des Moines are 19.45% lower than Atlanta. Rent prices in Des Moines are 38.18% lower than Atlanta. Groceries in Des Moines are 8.38% lower than Atlanta. In other words, it's cheaper to live in Des Moines than Atlanta, generally speaking. And you're unlikely to pull out your hair due to traffic nightmares in Iowa. Don't worry, you don't have to move across the country to save on cost of living. I checked on Austin, Texas versus El Paso, Texas, and was shocked at a huge difference in cost there. Rent prices in El Paso are 59.6% lower than in Austin. Grocery prices in El Paso are 17.98% lower than Austin's. Now, I know some of you don't mind pulling up stakes if you can save big money over a few decades. So those of you who are considering moving overseas someday, here are some tidbits that might interest you to fight inflation. Restaurant prices in the Philippines are 70.11% lower than in the United States. Grocery prices in the Philippines are 45.56% lower. In Belize, 
consumer prices, including rent, are 42.51% lower than here in the U.S. Okay, I'm not trying to get you to abandon your town, state, or even your country, but I believe if we think outside the box, it helps us to be more flexible and creative in fending off inflation. No question, inflation is a problem, but it is not impossible to deal with, and actually, we have no choice except to deal with it before it erodes our savings while we take no action whatsoever. It would be terrible to look up at 62 years old and wonder where a big chunk of our savings went when we can be making strategic moves that ease the effects of inflation. All right, so what about services being affected by inflation? It's a problem too, especially now since most of us hire out even easy services that our parents once did themselves like changing the oil or mowing the lawn. Businesses such as landscaping companies and quick lube shops are affected by inflation. They buy gas, equipment, and also have to increase their employee wages too, of course. If you own a business, you already know that this is the painful truth. And the increased costs don't get sent to Congress for some complex analysis. They simply get passed on to the customer. It's not just those mundane services that cost more either. Dental services were 101.65% higher in 2021 versus 2000, a $101.65 difference in value. And I'm pretty sure none of our parents handled their own root canals, not even the thriftiest among them. So we can't just stop paying those professionals. What does all this spell for your future and retirement plans? No, not D-O-O-M. Inflation is just one more factor that must be included in your financial plan. That's all. It's volatile, confusing, and sneaky, but as long as you take it into consideration, you can take action to reduce the damage it can do to your savings. The thing is that if you ignore inflation, you're turning a blind eye to a real possibility that you'll have to pay two or three times more for things in your 80s than you did in your 60s. Trust me, there's no senior-senior discount added on for every decade past 60 years old. So what we have to do is aim to save enough for a future that includes inflated prices, not a future based upon a fantasy that bread will be $2 in 2035, or that gas will be under $5 a gallon. Who knows? That's what financial planning is all about. Planning as best as you can with the information that you have on hand, and using historic data to predict what the cost of living will be in about five or ten years and so on oh almost forgot to mention the insidious stat i brought up at the start of the show it really is over 1400 percent more expensive to learn about anything in fact at a college that according to one data set while other sources show college costs have gone up 25 percent just in the last decade and hey i get it a decade seems like a century in today's TikTok age but it really isn't that long, folks. And if the median U.S. salary had increased 1,400% since the 1970s, households would be making $189,980 per year instead of 67520 per year, which are the census statistics. That discrepancy hammers home what inflation can do to a family. To battle the outrageous rising costs of college, we have to put ourselves in a position to earn more while we can save more, and also being super tactical and organized in our efforts to reduce our expenses. Many of us plan on paying for all or part of our children's college costs. So the earlier we begin saving and investing to cover those costs, the better chance we have of being of a serious help to them. 
and I believe educating our children about these costs is also smart. They should know what they're getting into with expensive schools and honing in on what career will provide the greatest income and something that they not only are doing for a paycheck, since that has led many people to become burned out and unmotivated, especially if they're faced with monstrous student loans. Here are three ways to help pay for college before we recap. 529 Savings Plans Also, many employers will pay off student loans or pay for schooling depending upon the industry. Big-time sports scholarships are a long shot, but some sports are more apt to need athletes than others, so do your homework. And there are many other ways to pay for college. I've got tons of stories of students paying as they go by starting a landscape business, for instance, doing some IT services while they're going to school, and other side hustles which sometimes turn into successful businesses even in the longer term. Okay, it's time to recap the show. Inflation affects nearly everything we buy, making costs rise and reducing our buying power. Wages have not kept pace with inflation since 2020. Food is costing families about $175 more each month compared to last year's costs. Tracking your spending helps keep inflation in mind so you can take measures to limit its effect on your family. Inflation affects every city, but some cities can save you big money compared to others if you're willing to relocate. College is one of the worst examples of inflation because the price tag truly is inflated and getting worse. Inflation is a real threat to our finances, but it's not impossible to overcome if you plan for it at every stage of your life, especially as you're winding down your career. You guys have a great day and check back for the next episode. Please subscribe and share the show with friends because inflation is sneaking up on them too. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.